So I, I kind of realized today the SEC, the uh, Security Exchange Commission, should be doing an investigation on the Fed. If you think about it, the Fed is the ultimate market manipulator. And what do I mean by this? Well, first off, think about how many senators and House of Representatives own stock in different companies. They're all kind of insiders, right? Well, here's something I just thought of, and I just realized that who market manipulates the most? The Fed. First off, um, the Speaker, uh, what the hell's his name? I'm, I'm, I'm losing track on names right now, but like Jerome Powell, um, <laughs> Janet Yellen, for instance, these people come up with these news conferences, right? These crazy, um, like they'll go on air and they'll say things like, <laughs> example, one of the things they said was um, inflation basically could rise, won't rise. And then they said things like, they're very wishy-washy, but they say these things, they make these announcements frequently to push the market in different directions. And they'll say everything's fine. <laughs> One moment they'll say, oof, well, I don't know how long we can sustain this. Well, the problem is what's happening is the amount of money printing is too an extreme and we need to take, we need to first talk about this head on. This is something that's just not being talked about and it's increasingly frustrating because inflation's real. And if we don't talk about inflation in the the downfalls of inflation, tons of downfalls, by the way, cost of goods are going to go up. People who save money are fucked. People who overspend money are fucked. Everybody's just fucked. <laughs> but the way I look at it is this. <coughs> um, people who invest, though, look at people who invest in the long term are not fucked. Uh, if there's one thing that's a great hedge against inflation, it's definitely investing. Um, one of the ways that I make a side income, believe it or not, is just betting against the VIX using put options. And uh, using the put options has allowed me to, one, frequently bet against them, but also buy on the dip because it is a decaying product. And since it is a decaying product and a market crash could happen, I, <laughs> I'm predicting one of the biggest market crashes of all time. And I just. It makes sense to own shares of the VIX because, and now I'll tell you, not you want to make sure you're protecting those shares because it is a deteriorating product. So you want to make sure that you get the put options. I recommend this for everybody just because you kind of protect your position long-term. Long-term put options, no short-term bullshit. Make sure they expire at least eight months out, sometimes six or seven, whatever your preference is. Anyway, <coughs> the thing is, my the catalyst for this market crash is going to be very, very, very simple. Once interest, once the Fed raises interest rates, the ability for companies to borrow money, it's there. It'll still be there, but the in, when interest rates raise, it's not as easy to borrow money. Uh, interest rates, if they're low, it's a great incentive to borrow. If interest rates go up, there's less incentive to borrow. So it becomes more expensive to borrow when interest rates go up and it becomes less expensive to borrow when interest rates go down. It's very simple. But this is going to cause a downturn in the market. The market is already frothy. And I feel like stocks are going up only because interest rates are low now. But here's the thing. Interest rates will not be low forever. <coughs> and um, 
This is something I just think people need to really get a grip on. Interest rates, and I mean this when I say this, will not be low forever. So if, if we're being smart about this, which I hope we are. I really do hope we're better than this. I hope we're smarter than this. Um, look, interest rates are bound to go up. The poor will get fucked. The middle class will get fucked. Depends on where you're at. Depends on where you want to be at. Do you want to? Do you want to go down with the bubble, or do you want to go up with the bubble? <coughs> First off, if Power on. sorry about that, you guys. If if I can capitalize from a market crash, I'm going to do it. It's another reason why I constantly invest in the UVXY. But interest rates are going to go up. Now, I, look, I don't know when. I just know it'll be at some point. I recall them saying by like 2023, 2022, either way, hey, look, if stocks keep going up, because look, in a weird way, stocks are kind of an inflation hedge. So it is possible that because the demand is going up, earnings are going to be crazy. Therefore, there's going to be no choice but to drive the stock price higher because it will be within a good P.E. ratio. Basically, it will be valued appropriately and it will be OK to push it up. So, yeah. Either way, I win, no matter what direction the economy goes. If there's a huge market crash, I win. If there are gains, I win. It's just, <coughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, over time, here's the thing. You have to play your cards right. Um, I've, I won't go over all my previous videos and what I've talked about, but there comes a point where you got to make a choice. Are you going to be the one who gets burned by this? Or are you going to be the one who ends up winning throughout all this? I mean, you mean you got a choice. I just... It saddens me to see so many people... Because there's going to be people losing homes if this crash happens. There's going to be... There's going to be devastation. It will be bad. It's not a prediction I even make lightly. I, I actually feel shitty about it. It's one of the reasons why I bet against the VIX. I'm hoping I'm wrong. You know, when I buy options, put options to bet against the VIX, I'm really praying that I'm just wrong. <clears throat> but I'm also not naive. I also know that I could easily be right about this market. And the sad reality is I am. It's being propped up on nothing. And... We're in a bubble. We're in a bubble. I don't, I can't see any other way to put it. Interest rates are going to go up. You can't, you can't have low interest rates forever. And you fine, keep borrowing money. That's great. And this is helping the rich, to be honest, in the short term, even possibly in the long term. But look at poor middle class are going to get fucked. Also, we're printing so much money. We are devaluing the current supply of money to a point it's... So a combination of raised interest rates and inf printing excessive amounts of money, it's recipe for disaster. So <clears throat> I don't know. I just I see a big economic downturn. I don't like it. But I figure if the market comes crashing down, I might as well protect myself.
you know, why not? I feel like if you're not protecting yourself, you're just, you know, what good are you, what, what good is your position if you ain't protecting yourself? You've got to protect yourself. In this market, it's too unpredictable. But that's why I like to play the market, though. The, the vol where volatility is, where volatility lies, is where the opportunity lies. And for me, for me here, right now, it's all over the place. The opportunity is abundant. It's there. It's critical. And I'm hoping everybody can see the... The opportunity. So, so even if you're not like me, if you're not a crazy maniac like me, which you shouldn't be in the markets, you should be doing something different than what I'm doing. Use fractional shares. Just as the S&P 500 lowers, just buy a little bit more. Buy 10%, buy 20% of the, of the uh, Vanguard S&P 500 index, the VOO. That's all I can recommend. It's my best recommendation no matter what. See to buy on the dip and then sell on the rise when you get a return, positive return. You have to get a total positive return, at least 5% in my book. That's my best recommendation. But um, It is fun to play the backs and back and forths. That's um, why you have to keep a lot of cash in reserve. This is another thing. That's why I tell everybody, keep lots of cash in reserve. Don't invest all your cash at once. Um, it's a rookie mistake to think that if you have a bunch of cash, it needs to go into everything all right now. The problem with that is you can't, it doesn't allow you to account for potential market volatility. You don't know. I'm telling you, you don't really know when something's going to happen. There are things people think are going to happen all the time in the market, but nobody knows when. You can't be, I mean, look, if you really do have the ability to see the future, then great. I commend you. Please take advantage of that if you have that ability. But yeah. Uh, chances are you don't. You just don't, and that's okay. So what do we? Where do we go from here? Where, where do we go from here at this point? Like, what do we do? Well, my my best number one recommendation really is get into S and P five hundred indexes, the spy, the VOO. I'm just giving you guys a doomsday preparation, and also just in general, even in a non doomsday scenario. It's a good idea to invest in the Vanguard S&P 500, no matter what's going on. Um, just because you get exposure to 500 different incredible fucking companies. How cool is that? <clears throat> but there's just multiple ways to play the market, and you don't want to, you don't want to miss out on those. You know, there's so there's so many opportunities in the market that if you miss out, you're going to beat yourself up over it. Trust me. Um, there's just so many things you can do. And um, so I'm just excited. I, I, I get the opportunity to talk to you guys about this stuff. I, I'm, a, I'm a passionate about this shit. Um, <clears throat> so protect your position, number one. Um, uh, it's always good to get put options that are six months in advance uh, for your position if, you have, uh, if you're into penny stocks, just as a heads up. I've been saying, uh, basically repeating stuff I've said in other videos, but I like to remind everybody. Because you just want to make sure... One of my main rules is cover your ass. You know, if you if you know that you're going to be possibly landing on your ass, bring some butt, uh, what do you call those? Not glued implants. <laughs> maybe, get glued, maybe get a big butt. What you going to do with the big fat butt? Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Um, anyway, um, 
Yeah, no, but I'm talking about like butt cushions. Bring butt cushions with you. Because you don't know, you just don't know when the market's going to crash. So therefore, take the precautions. Um, give yourself a cushion. You don't know when the market's going to bow, bow, knock you on the ass. It might. It just might. And that's why we have to keep all this in mind. Um, <clears throat> there are so many ways to play, and um, I just want you all to play the right way. And not, you don't have to play my way. There's multiple ways to play. That's why I actually play multiple ways. That's the worst part. So I guess if you take one of those pieces of advice that I just ruled out, you're going to be playing my way one way or the other. One way or the other, because they use multiple brokerage accounts to play different ways. Um, one's the slow dividend investor way. I, I tell people I have multiple market. <laughs> I have multiple personality market disorder. So uh, there's multiple versions of me in the market. Depends on which brokerage account you go on. Um, the, the one version of me in the TD Ameritrade is I get the best of the best. The best value, I should say. I actually do value dividend hunting. Where I'll find like um, like a dividend company companies that have a good dividend but are also a solid company that actually are money makers. And uh, I, I know that they have a solid dividend. So I go with the, the best safety dividend score. With multiple companies, I look. At, I, there's actually multiple ways to look up the dividend safety score. There's a few free tools. I can't remember one of them, but there's a few <laughs> that I have on my watch list that have like. I'll have to find it because I have a so many watch lists on so many different fucking brokerage accounts. It's unreal. Um, uh, is it crazy? Yeah, the way I invest is fucking whack. But I'm just glad. You know what? I'm just glad I get to do these shows at night. I have a very you know, I'm very optimistic about what the future holds for the market, to be quite frank. Um, I do believe there is going to be a market crash, though. But with every crash, there is always the the rise back up. It's always the rise back up. And I, I have no doubt in my mind on any of this. Um, so I just, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what the future holds. And um, while everybody, I'll admit, everybody's being very pessimistic right now. Uh, I, to them, I just say no need. There's no need to be pessimistic here at this juncture. Things are getting better. Things are getting smoother. It may not seem that way right now. Things are improving. And before everybody gets so pessimistic, I just I want you guys to know it, it really is improving. And um, I think you guys are... You guys are going to see it. You guys are going to see the improvement. But there will be a crash beforehand, just to let you guys know. I don't know how long this crash will last. It could be for a while. There will be an eventual upswing, and I just want you all to know that right now. So <laughs> when markets crash, get in. Get into S&P 500 index funds. Even if you have to do fractional shares, there's never any shame, by the way, in doing a fractional share of the S&P 500 index. It's completely reasonable. You could do it right on Robinhood and keep buying on the dip because they do still pay a dividend. And also if it dips like a lot, like quite a bit, you're going to get a pretty nice dividend payout. So either way, win-win situation. Just keep that in mind, please. <clears throat> anyway, I don't know what else to say right now. Um, let me see if there's any, I'm going to look at my notes real quick and see if there's anything I forgot to mention. Stocks are definitely overvalued, and definitely all it takes is to make the, yeah, just raising, dancing on a knife's edge right now. It's basically what Michael Burry said. Um, 
Uh, I'm not definitely not telling anybody to panic. I'm just reading from my description. But you would be foolish not to have some cash on hand in your brokerage account to buy stocks on the on the dip. I typically recommend keeping 30% of your cash in stocks and 70% of your cash uh, as cash sitting in your brokerage. That's the 30-70 rule I like to go by. I don't always honor that rule, by the way. I am a bit of a hypocrite. I'll admit it, I'm a hypocrite to this rule, but if you are beginning in investing and you don't want to be a victim like everybody else, start with the 30-70 rule. Put 100% cash in right now in your brokerage account, okay? And take 30% of that cash and put it into good, high-quality stocks, preferably dividend-paying ones that are good, high-quality, not too overvalued. Make sure the P.E. ratio is within, like, I don't know, 10 to 30. 40 is really cutting it. Even 30, in my opinion, is cutting it. But if it's a reputable company like a Coca-Cola, uh, Realty Income, stuff like that, <laughs> and they pay a dividend, just it's fine. Um, but remember, you're only putting 30% of that total cash you just deposited into your brokerage account, boom, into some stocks, right? So now you got 30% of that cash sitting in stocks. And then now, so 30% of your portfolio is stocks. 70% of it is simply cash. This is good. You want to have more cash on hand. This is just my opinion, though. There are multiple investors who will disagree with me on this, but it does protect you from market volatility. Look, market volatility, I'm not going to lie, is inevitable. It's an up and down thing. It's up and down. <laughs> this protects your bottom line. This allows you to buy more of the best companies. And I really mean it when I say this. Just get S&P 500 index funds. Vanguard, VOO, uh, Spider, S&P 500. It's SPY. That's the best advice I could ever give you. And buy fractional if you have to. There's no shame. Buy on the dip because, look, this is going to get ugly real fast once interest rates rise. Mark my words. I'm already collecting a bunch of stock in the UVXY. While also betting against it, I'm not a complete idiot, and I make sure that I have my put options, a pretty decent amount of put options that are long-term that bet against it. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, little fannies out there. I got this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just going to be an interesting ride, and I, I want you all to be as prepared as you truthfully can be. And... Um, I, I want to see you win. It's always the truth. I like seeing people win. It's an obsession of mine. I got to see people do good. I got to see people do well. It's just how, I, it's how I'm wired. It's how I roll. I, I do this channel to be a truth seeker. Uh, I'm a truth seeker first and foremost. And I'm not out to be polite. I'm not out to be glamorous. Look at Look at my bed. Look at the bed. Okay, clipboard, accounting book, and money master the game. I, I, I'm not out to be glamorous. I'm 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 out to be a truth seeker. I want to seek the truth. It, 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 and the truth in the market is the truth I see. Maybe truth is relative. Who knows? But what is the absolute truth here? The market's overvalued. <coughs> And um, the correction's on the rise. And if it isn't, I'll be surprised. You know, crazier things happen. But anyway, thank you guys for taking the time to view this. I'll upload it. Oh, by the way, everybody check out Anchor FM, anchor.fm slash Michael Garza. Once again, that is 
anchor.fm slash Michael Garza. Feel free to check it out at any time. Um, it's basically the audio version of all these shows. I basically just take strip the audio from all these live videos and I just put them right on my Anchor FM podcast. <clears throat> uh, once again, though, thank you guys so much for taking the time to view this. Um, I'll try to do more shows as quickly as possible. I'm hitting the writer's room as much as I can and pumping out as best of content as I can. I'm trying to be more less ADD about it. But keep this in mind. Uh, the Fed is a great market manipulator. We've got to watch out for the Fed. They're going to tell you one thing and then... There's a lot of insiders in Washington who are going to sell their stocks, believe you me. Anyway, don't be fucked. A lot of money printing, a lot of Fed raising their rates. It's just not good. Not good. Anyway, I'm blabbering on. Thank you guys so much for uh, just even viewing this, listening to this, whether you're on anchor.fm or whether you're on YouTube. I appreciate you guys. 